My bad, my bad. I just realized that shit was loud as hell. My fault. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 57 of the Particle Sons podcast. I am your host, uh, Mr. Spread Love, also known as Lance Newman. And I am uh, feeling... uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Uh, You know, maybe it's the April weather. Maybe it's the... uh, you know, springtime, I'm definitely a spring, you know, my birthday was in March, so I'm a spring baby to the fullest, right, and in that, um, I I feel a different, I don't know, energy when it comes to these months, you know what I mean, Uh, March, April, May, uh, June, it starts to get a little too motherfucking hot, but anyway, um, so, yeah, I feel good. I hope you're feeling good. I hope that, you know, wherever you're at, wherever you're listening to this, um, you find yourself um, in a place of reflection and kind of just um, seeing yourself in the obstacles. It's good to, like, identify obstacles, right? But you can't get caught up in that. Um, my partner, LaToya, is a, a therapist, and she was talking about one client that was... Um, she just says she's, you know, just always sad. It's like she'll give her uh, intervention tools. She'll, you know, give her tools to, you know, change her life so that she can not be sad all the time. But she says she's just kind of stuck in this, um, you know, in this revolving sadness. And she just doesn't, It's she said it's annoying. Now, I know that's probably problematic for a therapist to say somebody's uh, feelings are annoying. But it is annoying when you keep, you know, focusing on the negative. Like, nobody wants to be around somebody that's crying all the time. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't cry all the time. I'm not trying to invalidate your feelings or nothing. But it's just like, you know, we're still alive, right? It's like bad things happen, but they are a spell. They are a um, passing thing, you know? Um, and I guess, you know, depending on the decisions you make, they can be a constant thing. But again, if you're just going to be stuck in a certain mindset or emotion, then it's very hard to make decisions outside of that emotion. So I'm always big on that. But anyway, um, again, I hope you're feeling good. Mm. I hope you're enjoying this Wednesday. So uh, I'm going to just drop this real quick. I missed last week and um, I was upset about it. I wasn't upset about it, but I'm again, I'm trying to give you a, a episode one week, once a week, even if it's like not good or even if it's short. I don't have um, I don't have like an expectation. You know what I'm saying? I think people get into podcasts with an expectation of how their podcast is supposed to go. And I just don't have any. Um, I should have had this one conversation. I had a conversation with my homie, Quabena Foley. Um, Y'all look him up. He's a great, great um, artist. Trying to look up his books real quick because brother done wrote. He's out of Chicago, Quabena Foley. Out of Chicago, he's written um, several books. Um, Born on the South Side. Uh, You know, he's had work on what all deaf poetry jam and he's gotten like um all types of good art he's a photographer too which is wild 
Um, I love his photography. His photography is crazy nostalgic. And um, he's also a, you know, teacher. Oh, and he does karate. His, his brother got a black belt. I'm going to bring him on the show uh, one of these days because Kwabena, I met him in, um, what? I met him in uh, 2000 and, oh shit, I don't know the year. I met him at Southern Fry at least eight, no, nah, not eight, maybe seven years ago. And the brother was like cold, like, you know, he didn't do that well in the slam. Um, and sometimes he did. Like, it was a national slam. He wins his local slams. But um, nationally, he kind of, you know, he was on the same level as me in that we come very high, top 20 easily, uh, but never really kind of getting that recognition of our art. And slam is a fickle creature. It's a poetry slam, that whole, like, zeitgeist. It's a whole um strategy to things and sometimes really really good artists get overshadowed by really good performers so we're not going to talk about that as much but I was having a conversation with this brother and it was a good conversation he was checking in on me I, I didn't he was checking in on me and I'll tell you why he was checking in on me in a minute I want to get past um this part of it but um we were talking about art we were talking about um, like my book title, which he didn't like, which I thought was hilarious because um, I don't give a fuck. But also, um, yeah, shit, Lance. Oh, we were talking about like art for the sake of, or not art for the sake, but art geared towards certain people or demographics. He was complaining that his art is kind of consumed by a demographic that he's not aiming to speak to. His target audience is black males, but he's like, it's very hard to get a black male to read a book, let alone read a book of poetry. Oh, hold on. Let's see what Stan got to say. Hey, what's up, Stan? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Chilling, bro. Hey, man. Thank you so much for all the goddamn help, man. That's, that work looks so amazing. Over there right now. Yeah. Oh man, hey, bro. The pieces, I, right? It's like yeah. like the, having the fuller pieces. It just does something different, oh, right? Man. Oh my God, that shit looks so good over there. It looks so amazing. I just I just literally just drove up to Chicago and dropped them things off yesterday. And man, when they opened them up. Their mouths was floored. You hear me? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. You cold. You cold with it, bro. And, you know, I really appreciate you calling me and, you know, just giving me giving me that love, bro. Because I definitely was like, I felt good about them. You know what I mean? Like, I was cutting the shit out and I was like, yeah. Man, boy, you did the fucking job on that thing. I ain't had to do much anything to them. I had to do nothing. All I had to do was just brush them up myself and burn them things and that was it. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was it. So, you know, I just wanted to just thank you. But also, and if you got any time this week, I need some help over here at my house. And I don't mind paying you, man. You know, I just, I, just, I got to get all this artwork out of my house and into my other storage, you know, my uh, space and all of that. So if you got some time, let me know, man. I'll take whatever time you got. No, that's love. Um, I'm teaching from 12 to, or from 11 to 1 today. I can stop by for a couple hours. Um, today, tomorrow, I think I'm pretty available as, uh, no, tomorrow I got, I'm teaching. 
Friday around noon. I got you as well. Oh, okay. Then cool. I'll, yeah, I'll slide then. Okay, perfect. Okay, sounds good. Well, I can see you at one. Okay. All right. Yep. Peace. Ah, I'm glad that y'all could be in for that call, man. I'm glad y'all could be in for that call. That was good. That's good shit. That's good shit. Um, that's my art mentor, Stan Squirewell, uh, very famous artist. Y'all check him out. Very famous visual artist. The brother is um, dope. And uh, I do work. I do like. Mm, it's like an apprenticeship where, you know, which I love, man. We need to bring apprenticeships back. Like if you are. OK, I can't stress this enough. And this is some wisdom, pearls of wisdom real quick. If you are in an industry, you need to be doing work for somebody who is successful in that industry. Like if you're trying to like do something. It's it's so much to like reach out or just move in a way that gets you looked at and um, sought out uh, by people in the industry that you're wanting to go into. Because like, um, I mean, I've really learned so much, so much about the visual art world and game from this brother. And not only that, I'm like working on his pieces. So his pieces, bro, his pieces go for like. Like twenty grand, bro. He, he ain't no. That's that's like at the lowest. You know what I mean? He ain't, he ain't no slouch. And the pieces he works on. I mean, the pieces he does are just amazing. Um, but it's also like craft skill things. So he had to teach me the techniques that he uses um, for his artwork, and then I just replicate them. So what he's talking about is this one technique. I ain't even gonna talk to you about what it is. But um, basically, I got to I got to do the cutting for something and like the way in which I cut um, matters a lot. You know, what I mean, like how I cut the pieces out um, and it's just it, it, it's, it's cool. It's really cool. It's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't going to get into the details because that's another thing. You can't really like share trade secrets. You're not supposed to as an artist, you're not supposed to share trade secrets of how you get your art to look like how it looks like, you know what I mean? Um, I think that that's always, I mean, that's one of the dope things about art. It's like, yeah, you could do that, but can you? You know what I mean? Like, you can you can make a copy all you want. You could try your best, but if you don't know certain techniques, it's just not going to come out right. Like, if somebody tried to do the black and mount art, right? Like, I wouldn't even be mad. I've always thought about, like, okay, I'm going to start doing black and mount art. Sure enough, somebody's going to come out and start doing the black and mount art, too. They don't, there's at least three techniques that I use and like, don't, like, you don't know how that happened. Like, how did you make it look like that? There's at least three different techniques I use. So somebody can do black and mouth or all they want to, um, but it, it won't be the same. Period. It's another thing when we talk about art and when we talk about. And y'all, when I say art, man, I really mean everything that you're interested in, everything that you do, everything that you do, everything, 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 everything. I mean, you name it. If you're talking about fatherhood, fatherhood is an art form. You're talking about making sandwiches. There is an art form to making sandwiches. If you're talking about um, driving, you know, just all types of things. There's all types of ways that... uh, Lance, get on track. 
seeking out mentorship, seeking out um, knowledge and wisdom is so important, y'all. I like to imagine myself when it comes to my artistry and just my life in general, um, the things that I want to be good at or be better at, I I seek them out. I'm like a fucking wandering samurai or ronin you know, former samurai that has no master and now that war is over is, you know, trying to learn the art um, of everything other than war, right? So I'm seeking out all these uh, agents of peace and learning their art forms and putting away my sword for a calligraphy brush, you know what I mean? Fire fire that's that's the shit i'm talking about y'all and that's the shit that um we really should be on so let me keep moving uh stan's interruption uh was what it was i was supposed to be talking about um well i guess i'm still on track Quabena end up uh Qua, the homie he hit me up the reason why he hit me up uh was because um the mass shooting in louisville all right so real quick if you don't know about this um, there was a mass shooting in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, this, uh, Monday. All right. Um, a young man walked into a bank that he used to work at and he killed, um, five people, uh, injured six. Um, I'm sorry. I'm looking for the details and I'm just kind of going off of my, uh, memory y'all because it it took me back right like you talk about mass shootings and we talk about like um things that happen in america but you never really have it happen in your own city hold on real quick everybody this is latoya hi I thought where's there no it's at 11 okay. yeah um so when we talk about like uh, mass shootings, right? Um, I mean, they're happening more and more frequently. The there has been 146 mass shootings since January. Um, you know, you got the Nashville shooting of three children, and then you got the Kentucky. Um, oh, it was four four victims. Uh, Louisville, which happened on Monday. Now it took me by surprise because look, y'all. It was a regular Monday to me. It was the Monday after spring break, more importantly, to the to the point of we had been in uh we hadn't been in our routine for a week, so it was the day of getting back to the routine. So I'm locked in, you know what I mean? I'm dropping kids off, walk my son to the bus stop, um, uh, you know, drop my daughter off at her daycare and then drop my son off at his daycare. And there were police driving fast as hell. Everywhere, everywhere, like in the West End, because my son, one one of my sons, um, his school is in the um, East End. So the West End, you got cars racing downtown, like police cars faster than I've ever seen, bro. And more cops than I've ever seen. Like, you know how you see a lot of cops and you like, OK, so it's a shooting. One, you know, for a fact, it's a shooting. Um, but two, um, you know, it maybe it's a it's a cop. Got hit right because that's another reason why you see that big presence. But I get out of the West End and I'm on the highway driving east, and I see all these cop cars from east driving west. So I'm like, okay, you know, if it's pulling cops from the east end, 
like who just got shot? Like it, it's got to be somebody important. Like like there's got to be something big. But again, I'm locked in. It's the it's the we back in the routine. So I'm trying to, you know, drop people off, get my Monday started. And y'all all the way east. I mean, I'm out Hurstbourne Lane. So Hurstbourne Lane is uh, Livonia. To, no, I'm playing to Detroit. No, 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 no. It's not that far, but it's far, y'all. You understand? I'm, I'm I'm on the east side of the city, and cops are still coming, still coming. I drop my son off, and I start driving back downtown, and cops are still coming. I was like, you know, that's when I knew it was something huge, right? So first thing I do when I get back home is uh, turn on the news. We you get a you get you know my little iPhone avoid you get the little notification avoid downtown because blah 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 man um the young man was a they said he was in school Uh, i'm not sure if it was high school or college um he worked at the bank that he uh fired or that he, he you know killed people in he posted all types of memes um of course it was a a white male and I'm I'm saying of course because that's the statistics. All right, don't hit me with the oh you trying to steer it. No 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 no. Statistically, the highest uh, group of or the group that mainly is responsible for mass shootings are white males. Um, a large amount of those white males are incels. If you do not know what an incel is, it's an important descriptor. I don't understand why we don't use it more. Like I, it, I feel like we should be worried about it more, right? Um, an incel is a white male who has not had sex. Now, I, I, it's probably more to that, but that's like the main characteristic, right? I'm not sure if homie has sex or not. No, who cares? Um, he's no longer with us. Uh, they ended up uh, killing. He ended up uh, dying in, you know, gunfire with the cops. Um, which is surprising to me because, uh, you know, a lot of times those cats, you know, surrender their weapon, taken in cuffs and, you know, given something to eat and kind of held if he would have that's oh i'm getting off on a tangent and y'all bear with me but look mm-mm-mm. the encouragement that mass shooters are getting from the response of police right like the fact that so many are taken alive the fact that not only are you taken alive you mess around and play your cards right you could be signing arizona tees and, and skittles like George Zimmerman, you could be um, throwing up white supremacy signs in a bar when you're an underage kid like uh, Cal Rittenhouse. You understand? If you play your cards right, you can go to uh, Burger King like Dylan Roof, you know, surrender your gun, play the good kid, Mad City uh, line of, of reasoning and you, you'll be good. But homie was determined. He was like, "Nah, this is going to be the last day. Um, I'm going to be on this earth the day after Easter, everybody. Okay. The day after Easter. And I hope that again, these podcasts is going to be time capsules. I'm trying to tell you, um, if you wanted the reaction, the like in moment reaction from this thing, um, in real time from the people that were in the city on the ground, you know, during the time, during the tragedies, I can tell you that my reaction is apathy. 
unfortunately. And I hate that it that is that is turned into that, but it's like it happens so much that I think now it's just one of those parts of everyday life. You know, there's no fear necessarily. There's just a a planning of sorts. Like I'm not out in nobody's grocery store just chilling. Like I'm not out in Walmart shopping. I ain't got no disposable income to be buying shit that I do not need, right? My house is junky. There's stuff that I, I there's stuff I need to throw away now. You know, ooh, spring cleaning. Maybe I'll do that. I need to take a week. I should have took that last. Man, my mama gotta watch the kid. Anyway, um locking up or 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 the things that happen um happen in these public areas, right? And I'm not in the public areas, so I don't trip as much. Like I, I'm not um fearful of some mass shooting, even though I am completely aware of the things that are happening um in the legislature, you know, in, in, through policy, through laws. Um it's crazy because um you know, Louisville just passed a law maybe last year where you didn't need a license to conceal carry, you know, and it just stuff like that makes turns things into the wild, wild west. Right. Um, I have future po- or like past podcasts. I think we talked on that. So y'all go check those out. I couldn't tell you what episode it is. One day I'm going to give me a nice intern to like completely file all these motherfuckers, like give the list of. Um, you know, things and you can just search and find web. So you're trying to listen to, or maybe not, who cares? Thank you for listening. Uh, much love, man. I've been talking. It's kind of been said, I'm going to take a small um, musical break to kind of change the mood a bit. Um, And then I'm going to come with the rest of my topics, but to wrap up this mass shooting, um, it's very sad. You know, four people did lose their life and those four people had families, right? And the shooter lost his life. He had a family. Um, there are two people, three people injured, casualties. There are people who witnessed it. Um, the mental tra- you know, trauma that they'll have to go through, um, the mental trauma of living in a society where, you know, one of the leading causes for children's death is mass shooting. It's a wild reality to live in. Um, And with that reality, um, I think that uh, I think that if we can all agree to change it, then it will change. Right. I'm I'm very big on um, I'm very big on group think like if we all believed it then it does then it would exist right i believe that this reality this entire reality that we exist in comes from the amount of people that believe in the things that exist feel what i'm saying like when everybody thought that the world was flat i bet you that motherfucker was flat you know why because everybody thought it was flat it's the it's the the if a tree falls in a forest and nobody's around to hear it doesn't make a sound it's it's that um line of thinking in that it is it is what we say it is right and it will be what we say it, 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 it or you know make it so I think that we just need to be more uh, diligent about creating a reality in existence that not only we want to live in but also the people we love um, exist in
Um, and with that said, uh, this is When Sparks Fly by Vince Staples. Not on the rights to this music. y'all welcome back welcome back so i'm gonna work on that i'm gonna work on the music transitions and everything else right um i'm you know i'm i'm, I'm, I'm getting it out the mud as they say so y'all uh, get dirty with me feel me um okay so i got a i got a workshop that i gotta teach um quite soon it's out shepherdsville shepherdsville kentucky um i'm um my fault. Um, it's out in Shepherdsville, Kentucky, and I need to uh, get ready because Shepherdsville, Kentucky is it's a it's a distance. It's a it's a what? It's a trip. It's a grip. It's a what's the lexicon? Ah man, in, high, in college we say you going out Egypt, like that's how far you about to drive. Um, but that was in Bowling Green, and there was. A parking lot called Egypt. All right, so I'm gonna knock out these um, other. Um, I'm gonna knock out these other what topics that I had real quick. Um, Cause yeah, I gotta go get ready. Thank you so much for tuning into episode uh, 57 of the Particle Sons podcast. Um, again, I am your host, Mr. Spread Love. Or Lance Newman, Lance G. Newman. Don't forget the G. Please say the G, uh, Little Wayne. Drop. Uh, okay, so, oh, happy belated birthday to my sister-in-law, Michelle. 
Hey, Michelle, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Um, Brandon had a thing where he was like asking people to give like words. So I gave like my little three words. Um, but I want to say, Michelle, um, you are such a wonderfully smart, good hearted, um, like, like you're not docile, right? It's like, you're so smart and calculated in, uh, how, you take people in, but when you do take people in or when you do accept them, um, or they do kind of rub you the right way, let's say that, um, there's nothing you won't do. And it shows more and more, um, you are a brilliant mother. Um, you know, the success of a child, uh, is often gauged, right? Like the intelligence of a child, they say the intelligence of a child comes from the mother. Um, and that's just not in genes. That's through, um, the work relationship and uh, interaction, you know, involvement that mothers have. Um, I think you're doing a wonderful job with my nephews. Um, I cannot wait to see, uh, you know, how they turn out and, you know, all good things. I hope your book is selling. I'm sorry. I can't remember the title. I will plug it. Um, but yes, happy birthday, Shelly Nelly. I don't know if you like that nickname either. I'm sorry. Um, but it, it, you know, these nicknames don't come, they don't come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? I, I or excuse me, they come out of nowhere. Like I, I didn't plan on calling you Shellinelli. It just kind of rolled off the tongue and it stuck in my brain. So I apologize, but happy birthday. Um, another thing that's coming up, you all, if you're listening to this podcast, the largest fashion show in Louisville, um, I think it's the 10 12 year anniversary i'm not sure it's been going on for a, a grip um k-mac couture k-mac couture is a major fashion show that happens in louisville kentucky it is uh the premier kind of art event uh very fun you dress in all white because you're the blank canvas and the models and the designers are the paint so um it's very fun you all should check it out it is this saturday um at 7 p.m at Paristown, Kentucky. Um, for tickets, you can go to kmacmuseum.org or um, KMAC Couture on social media, and you can find tickets that way. Um, I will be modeling in KMAC Couture. Um, Rachel, a uh, wonderful bright spirit. Ooh, what's your last name, Rachel? I'm so sorry, love. Damn, that's messed up. It's okay. I'm gonna say it on the podcast next week when after the after the fashion show. Um, but Rachel, uh, she's made me my character is like story god or god of stories. So like she got me this big ass cloak. It's got like pages of books as you know accessories on it. You got like figures on both shoulders. Um, you got like uh, it's so dope. I twirled in a in a cloak, y'all. And when I tell you, it is an underrated experience. If you've never like worn a cloak, like a long dragging cloak, and twirled in that hoe, hey man. As a black boy, I I hadn't even felt that joy like that. Mm -mm -mm. So that's gonna be dope. I'm modeling. I, I've so it's like I've been 
a part of K-Mac Couture in different facets. One year I performed with Ja'Cory Author, which was a dope-ass performance. Um, another year during COVID, um, K-Mac Couture was virtual, and I ended up uh, doing a lot of the voiceover work for the video. So y'all can actually check that out um, at K-Mac. It's called Beauty and the Beat. K-Mac Couture, Beauty and the Beat on YouTube. You can check that out. Um, so that's coming up on um, April 4... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On April um, 20th, 420 to the 22nd, you have the largest hip hop festival happening in Louisville. Um, the largest hip hop festival, it's been running for a few years now, and it's named Louis Evolve. Louis Evolve uh, brings together a lot of artist communities, right? Mainly the hip hop artist community, but definitely the singer songwriter, the musician, the producer, um, and even the poet. You know, all facets of hip hop, the graffiti artists, right? The visual artists. Um, Louis Volve is an opportunity to celebrate and bring uh, people together, um, you know, under one umbrella of artistry, right? Um, so that's going to be very, very dope. I'm going to be involved in all three days. Um, on the flyer, it says narrated by Mr. Spread Love. And I think that is fire because I'm going to be narrating. You know what I mean? I'm going to have a mic. I'm going to be hosting. I may call some people up. Um, I think I'm performing on Saturday. And then, no, no, no. Friday, I'm performing. Uh, Saturday, I'm opening for somebody. And I'm also hosting uh, the Poetry Slam. We're having a... Um, Hip hop poetry slam. So no beat. Let's see if y'all lyrics can stand up to the poets. Uh, I don't want it to be, you know, poet versus rapper at all. But, you know, I don't mind a nice, uh, nice little rivalry. Um, and rappers, I, I need the rappers to come out to the poetry community. You know what I mean? Like I need the art artistries to mesh because like, come on, y'all stop playing with me, man. The poets, the, the rappers rap good enough to be poets and the poets be spitting poems good enough to be rappers it's like there's no reason why these worlds have not intersected or fed from one another um so i want to kind of bridge that gap uh with those um i was also going to talk about uh teaching my workshops have started at uh this one school it's like and another workshop is ending at another school so i'm going to talk about the culture there but i think i'm gonna do it on the next podcast because again i gotta get ready um but I'm teaching uh, in school, so that's starting. That's really wonderful. Yeah, I love that. It's my bread and butter, you know what I mean? But it's also what keeps me creative. It's what keeps me um, like personable and keeps my skills on point. Like, Mr. Pull a Poem out his pockets. Don't, don't play with me. Um, oh, I also had a segment called Lance Watches World Star. And y'all, when I tell you, first of all, World Star is my guilty pleasure. I don't like that it's owned by whoever the hell it's owned by. It used to be owned by a black dude, and you could tell the content was a little bit more positive, a little bit more for the culture. Now it just seems like a cesspool of like a, like a petri dish where misogyny and gangster culture and death and just drama of all sorts is like promoted and um just grows and it's it's annoying but again guilty pleasure y'all it's, it's junk food it's the way that i keep from feeling you know 
more than higher than right i gotta stay with the people of the of the of stay with the lumpen proletariat and the proletariat uh that seems to be shown so much on world star so whoa um i was going to talk about the trump indictment you know fuck that nigga we'll see it we'll we'll see if he goes to jail we'll see doubt it doubt it but we'll see um southern fried is coming up in june louisville is sending a team i think i'm going to announce the team um probably two podcasts two weeks or so uh probably after the slam this month the slam is on the 29th this month so i'll probably announce who's going to be the representatives going to southern fried southern fried is in knoxville tennessee and if you haven't listened to the podcast southern fried is the southeastern regional poetry competition that i've been a part of since 2007 and um yeah uh and then also a living room shout out. Shout out to the living room. It is a um, multifaceted artistry group and um, shit is turned to a social club. <laughs> uh, but they have programming all this week. So you all check it out. They'll be live this evening on Instagram. You can go to the living room Louisville on Instagram. I think that's the I probably got that wrong, but my bad. Um Y'all can go check out the open mic. Um, you also got the uh, what trivia night. The trivia night is this Thursday, so check that out as well. Um, yeah, let me go get ready for this thing. I appreciate you all so much for coming to episode fifty-seven of the Particle Sons podcast. And you know, this is where we at, y'all. I hope y'all I hope y'all are digging the vibes. I hope y'all are digging uh the solo dolo feel of uh the podcast. Again, I'm gonna have guests like a mug. Um and I can't wait to get my guests on. I had to get my equipment. So now I got the two mics working. I know how that works. It's gonna be good. Oh, I erased all that. Before I started this podcast, the recording this part, I was actually setting up both of these mics so that they could record uh two people and one comes out the left ear and one comes out the right ear that's an issue for me but we'll see um bye bye Thought the show was over, but I'm going like lucky clovers. I'm uh lucky charmed and lucky over. I was feeling sober and getting over on all these haters that don't like Darth Vader. I mean, what? I'm not with the dark side, young Yoda. They call me El Boom. Okay, what the fuck am I doing?